Keller in Melbourne, Australia. This is part three of Twitter Tips for Tourism. Today we're talking about Twitter being the global village. Now this is a very, very important concept. Twitter is awesome. It's really awesome. 300 million people worldwide. But I want to tell you where they are. I want to tell you the top 10 countries using Twitter. And the reason why I want to do that is I want you to focus on whether or not those people are at your marketplace. Because I don't want you to waste time on Twitter if you, if you live in a place where people are not using Twitter. So this is a very, very important point. Twitter is the global village. I'm going to talk about this in detail. I'm going to talk about uh, the top 10 countries using Twitter, where they are, the numbers, and whether or not that cross-references with the people coming to your town or cross-references where you are in the world. Tracy, how are you today? And tell me your Twitter story since we chatted last. Uh, kia ora, Keith. Oh, my Twitter story since we last chatted, it's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I've had people who have... Uh, just as a bit of background, I have two Twitter handles. One has, as you pointed out just before, um, we spoke, it's been, it's grown by another 500 followers in, in two weeks. So I'm almost at 2,601 and on another one, it's almost 1,500. And what I found the most interesting is, is that people have interacted with me and spoken to me as if I'm an expert on some of the topics. But they've also, so the engagement has gone sky, sky high. Well, it's been much, much better in the past two weeks. And also people are now uh, interacting with me uh, in regards to my own blog material. This is the thing I really want to pick up on, the idea that engagement is really high on Twitter. If you can find a market where there's lots of people on Twitter, your engagement will skyrocket. And that's really exciting. You said that you've got about 500 people following you in the last two weeks. Well, that's 500 potential JVs, potential clients, potential friends, potential uh, leads or referral partners. It's very exciting when you get your head around the fact that there's, there's a lot of people around, but they're very engaged still on Twitter, aren't they? Oh, they certainly are. And it's really interesting how you can talk to somebody such as yourself who has well over, what is your current stats? 42, 44,000? 42,000, yeah. 42,000 yeah, 42, people. And people who have that are not afraid to talk to you back. And my most exciting story out of my past two weeks, uh, for those who are based in New Zealand, there's a, a TV presenter, a, child's TV, a children's TV presenter that was very very popular and still is and she not only followed me first but then she actually interacted with me when I said wow this person is following me wow you know great to, to have you on board she tweeted, uh, tweeted back to me awesome Tracy I'm so glad that I've I've met you and that I've seen you know you, the info that you share and to me that was like oh this is so cool yeah because the thing that to remember though there is that you've got a skill set you've you've got several really high competencies in really quite a lot of areas and i'm guessing that this person that you interacted with even though she is famous and lovely and on the telly she doesn't know what you know so when you get your head around the fact that we actually have these skills and we like to share them you're going to start attracting really high level people that honor your skill because they they know that the only reason they've been able to get to where they are is because they focused on what they're good at. 
and not being so fussed about trying. This is actually a trap, you know, this idea of trying to do everything. This is actually probably what, I don't know, 96% of the entrepreneurs that I know do. They try to do everything themselves. You can separate yourself from the pack right away by focusing on what you're good at. But right there, that one strategy, that one decision to say, you know what, I'm really good at Twitter and I don't even do Snapchat and I don't even want to. And I'm okay with that, even though I'm getting enormous pressure to do all of these social media sites. And I know the people listening to this podcast have this pressure. They've got to do Snapchat, Periscope, Facebook Live. You know, now YouTube's got a version of live streaming. Tumblr invented a version last week. Now there's WordPress and there's this and there's that. And I mean, you don't even want to get out of bed because there's so much to do. But if you can focus on being the best graphic designer in the world, the best blogger in the world, the best photographer in the world, you only do one thing, but you do it really so well that all of the really major people come to you and go, wow, you are so far and away better than anyone I've seen because you're only doing one thing. This in itself is a bit of a heresy in the business world, but that's how I've built my whole model. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the best in the world at Twitter, even if it means I don't understand Facebook Live. It's not related. It's Facebook Live. It's a live streaming platform on another site. I don't need to know that. So what you're doing, and this is why it's happening to you, is you're becoming very, 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 very good at certain things. And you're now becoming quite world famous for it. And, and only a very short time. It's been an extremely short time, actually. But it's been a really enjoyable experience and the one thing that I just can't get over and, and what we're talking about today is is I, I yesterday I spoke to somebody who was in Mexico I spoke to somebody the week before who's in China I'm talking to people who are all over the world people who are celebrities that that you can have that conversation with and not feel so oh I'm never going to meet this person well, you meet them on Twitter, you know, just reach out and say hello. But Twitter is definitely a global village. Well, let's pick up on this idea. Say, for instance, you met a celebrity in Peru. And you, th and you might think, okay, well, I'm never going to meet them. But guess what? Everyone needs a holiday. Given that this particular set of Twitter tips is about tourism, I'm going to tell you where the top 10 countries are. And it's quite possible that these countries are countries of the world that want to visit New Zealand or wherever you are in the world if you're not focused on New Zealand, where this particular set of Twitter tips was created mainly for the New Zealand market because that's where we've both had some mutual benefit. But it's, these tips are very generic. So I'm, I want to give you the top 10. United States of America, 120 million Twitter users. 120 million potential clients. That's how I'm going to phrase that. 120 million potential clients. That's that is 30 times the population of New Zealand. Brazil, 40 million. Japan, 34 million. United Kingdom, 28 million. Indonesia, 22 million. India, 17.5 million. Mexico, 12.4 million. Philippines, 10 million. Spain, 8 million. And Canada, 6.7 million people. 6.7 million potential clients that could come to your travel destination. Now, that, it's very, very important that you understand that they, these are the top 10. 
with that knowledge means that, you know, you've got a B&B, you've got a jet boat tour company, you've got a, a cable car, you've got a restaurant. And people need a holiday. People need to know this stuff. This particular set of Twitter tips is about tourism. It transcends tourism in a way. But let's focus on the applications for tourism because many people might say, look, I don't care if I've, I've ripped this South American starlet and she's talking to me and she's gorgeous and, you know, she's sharing her latest movie. I don't need to know that because she's never going to come to New Zealand. But she might come to New Zealand. And when she does, she's going to bring a film crew <laughs> and she's going to document the whole thing on Periscope, probably. So when you get your head around the idea that social media is this global game, everything opens up. Are you starting to sense that? Are you starting to see this? How, how is this playing out with your interactions? Where are your clients coming from? Uh, interesting enough, my clients are coming from the US, Australia, and those are the top two countries. Ah, so you are and, getting Aussies on Twitter talking to you. Yep, so I've got uh, uh, Americans, Australians, and Canadians, and then UK. So, okay, yeah. And that in itself, when you think, if you're uh, following the things from last week, uh, all of the other tips that, that we've been saying or that you've been you know, coaching us on throughout these podcasts, it's really quite interesting to be able to say, hey, I'm talking to these people. And if you're doing it for tourism, target them. I, I noticed that you were starting to do that as well, Keith. You were putting, for example, you put me into an Auckland list. You were putting people into to lists. And that was actually quite a clever idea. I mean, normally my lists are things like, uh, because I do a lot of technology, so this is a technology list and this one is such and such list. But if you can actually go into those lists and go, hey, I can support what you're sending, I can retweet them, I can quote that tweet, uh, it's, it's being able to share the material and also to, to know that today, when I, as soon as I posted something which was my own content, um, it was liked and retweeted straight away. And I was like, okay, let's have a look where this person's from. They're from America. Mm. Well, look, I want to pick up on that. And actually, next time we chat, because that was actually going probably going to be this week's chat, but next time we chat, I want to talk about Twitter tools. And I want to particularly talk about Twitter lists and a really amazing site called tweepsmap.com, which is probably my favourite site of all time now. Used to be Buffer, and it still is uh, to a certain extent Buffer, but tweepsmap has so much robust uh, material so many things you can do on it. And they have a very, very cool way of segmenting your lists. And the reason why that's valuable, and I want to give a really cool example because people learn, you know, love examples. Yesterday, a very good friend of mine called Sally Hughes in uh, Atlanta um, sent me a blog, which I featured on my blog because uh, I do a lot of, uh, I feature a lot of guest bloggers. And for a very long time, she was in LA. And I, think she, I thought she was still living in L.A. So I said, oh, look, I'm coming to L.A. in uh, January on my way back from Mexico. Where do you live? I'll come and see you. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. I live in Atlanta now. Now, amazingly, and this is how this works, amazingly, I'm starting a podcast tomorrow called Social Media Spotlight with a very good friend of mine in Atlanta. Now, it turns out that both of those people have lived in Atlanta for, for a while now, but have never met. And they live 20 minutes from each other. 
So what did I do? This is exactly what I did picking up on your list idea. I have an Atlanta list. So what I did was I looked through all of the people in Atlanta and said, oh, mate, can you send this out for my mate Stacey? Because uh, we just posted this today and we're doing a blog post tomorrow on a podcast. Sally and Stacey are both friends of mine who I've personally known for five years. They live in the same town, but they've never met. So once you start using Twitter in that way, having lists of people in Auckland or uh, Christchurch or New York or Toronto or Melbourne or Sydney, when you start getting things that are very specific to location, you can start massaging that data around. You know, I had 58 people on my Atlanta list and I can tell them all now about my podcast with my friend tomorrow who's in Atlanta. So it's, a, it's another reason to connect with people. It's another reason to leverage this. I'm pretty confident you can't do this on any of these other platforms because I've tried, I've been doing them for a long time and, and I'm, I'm leveraging out all of these tools. Today we're talking about the idea of where they are in the world, that, that globe, Twitter is the global village. This is a series of podcasts designed to give you robust information and I'm pretty sure next week we should do this Twitter tools one. But let's let's wrap up. I want to just hear your take on why Twitter is the global network and how do you think it uh, can benefit tourism operators? Most of New Zealand is actually built on small business to medium business operators. So we're talking about 20 people in a company or less, mainly most of the time between one and five operators. If they don't have the time to be able to market their social media or target their social media to places like overseas then if you don't even have the budget for it you won't be able to achieve what you're wanting if you wanted to use something like facebook and twitter especially with twitter because that's what uh, i've learned especially in those last couple of weeks if you're wanting to use a tool where it's free and you're wanting to make sure that you are reaching a global market then utilize twitter that is the best thing i mean when you look at how many percentage new zealand has you know about 70 to 80 percent of our small businesses are one to five people in each of those and if only one person can spend half an hour to an hour a day loading up all of, all of the tweets and sharing things then that's one one hour which isn't which is well spent especially if you manage to, as Keith said, those top 10 countries. I mean, just when you said one of them countries was like six points something million, we have between four to, I think it's about 4.5 now, million people, 26 million sheep, but you know, 4.5 million people. I actually think that's the essence of the message. Canada has 6.7 million people on Twitter. There's a whole country of people on Twitter that is larger than the population of New Zealand in total. Yes, that's correct. Australia has, I don't know what it is, 24 million, maybe 26 million people now. America has 120 million people on Twitter, just on Twitter. That's not the population of America, that's the amount of Americans using Twitter. So it, it actually takes the marketing away from simply Kiwis talking to Kiwis. Aussies talking to Aussies. If you can get your head away from talking locally, Kiwis talking to Kiwis, Aussies talking to Aussies, Canucks talking to Canucks. 
And you can actually get this idea that the world is watching and that they want to come to you. We know that 8% of the people that came to uh, New Zealand last year were from the US, that 3% were from the UK and 3% were from Japan. Well, those three people, those three groups of people are in the top 10 people on Twitter. So if you start getting your head around the numbers, you can start targeting these people. You know, we all want more business. I think Twitter is the golden child. I mean, I really do believe that it's one of the really most unutilised social media platforms of the 12 that are currently being used every day by everyone. Would you agree? I certainly do. It's just amazing how many people are on Twitter just, just by the stats that you've, sh- you know, that you've said today. Well, I reckon that's enough for today. I can ramble and talk on forever. But today was about Twitter is the global village. Tracy did a lovely graphic for that. I'll put the stats in the blog post as they come out. We're turning this into a lovely ebook down the track with all of the transcripts and all these sorts of things. So keep an eye out for that. And next week we'll come back with a, big, a bit more of a robust discussion about what Twitter lists mean, Twitter tools, and, and my favourite site, Tweets Map. <laughs> <laughs>